0: This Day in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History Class, a show that serves up a thick slice of history seven days a week. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're looking at a story that reminds us not to take small luxuries for granted, even something as seemingly unremarkable as pre-sliced bread. The day was January 18th, 1943. Claude R. Wickard the Secretary of Agriculture and head of the War Food Administration, banned the sale of pre-sliced bread in America during World War II. The official reason given for the ban was to conserve wax paper, since sliced bread loaves require thicker wax paper to preserve their freshness compared to unsliced loaves. However, there was no shortage of wax paper when the ban took effect, and most bread-making companies had plenty on hand and wouldn't have needed to buy more for several months. The secondary goal of the ban was to conserve the nation's wheat supply. It's hard to imagine, but pre-sliced bread was a relatively new product at the time. It had only been available for a little over a decade thanks to the advent of the automatic bread-slicing machine. The novelty of not having to slice it yourself had led to a drastic increase in bread consumption nationwide, with roughly 80% of all bread consumed in the country, the sliced variety. So banning sliced bread was intended to decrease demand, which would in turn reduce the demand for flour and ultimately lower the price of all those products, while also increasing the nation's stockpile of wheat. However... Just like with waxed paper, there wasn't a wheat shortage at the time. The U.S. had amassed over a billion bushels of wheat, enough to feed the country for two years, even if no new wheat was harvested during that period. In reality, Wickard didn't have a clear-cut reason for banning sliced bread. He probably just wanted to save a little money in the national agricultural budget and figured that sliced bread was a luxury that most Americans wouldn't mind giving up, but he quickly found out just how wrong he was. The ban caught everyone off guard and sent thousands of families scrambling to hardware stores to buy bread knives, which promptly sold out. Hotels, restaurants, and railroad dining cars were given a 60-day grace period to prepare for the ban, but for local bakeries and markets... The shakeup happened overnight. One week into the ban, Sue Forrester of Fairfield, Connecticut, wrote a letter to the New York Times lamenting the state of affairs. She spoke for just about everyone when she wrote, quote, I should like to let you know how important sliced bread is to the morale and saneness of a household. My husband and four children are all in a rush before, during, and after breakfast. Without ready-sliced bread, I must do the slicing for toast. Two pieces for each one. That's ten. For their lunches, I must cut by hand at least twenty slices, for two sandwiches apiece. Afterward, I make my own toast. Twenty-two slices of bread to be cut in a hurry. They look less appetizing than the baker's neat, even pieces. Haven't the bakers already their own bread-slicing machines, and for thousands of loaves? It may sound like a frivolous complaint, but she actually had a point. It was a waste of time and effort to cut dozens of slices of bread every day for no good reason. And with steel in short supply during the war, a dependable bread knife was increasingly hard to find. You might imagine this was a somewhat toothless ban, officially on the books, but not really enforceable. However, bakeries that refused to comply with the regulation were slapped with costly fines. John F. Conaboy, the supervisor of the FDA's New York branch, warned bakeries that the administration was, quote, prepared to take stern measures if necessary. And he wasn't bluffing either. Emile Fink, a big-time baker in New York City, was one of many hit with a $1,000 fine. For continuing to sell sliced bread. The ban was so poorly conceived and so unpopular with the public that it was finally lifted on March 8, 1943, just three months after its introduction. In a statement issued by the War Production Board, Wickard confessed that, quote, "...our experience with the order leads us to believe that the savings are not as much as we expected." In other words, the whole ordeal had been for nothing. The New York Times celebrated the news in somewhat dated fashion by declaring, quote, Sliced bread put back on sale. Housewives' thumbs safe again. With sliced bread back on the market, it wasn't long before Americans started using it as a benchmark for all the small joys of life. From then on, if something was truly exceptional, it was heralded as the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you enjoyed today's show, you might want to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Show. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them my way at iHeartMedia.com.